Welcome to the seventh episode of the Scout Trailblazers podcast. And I thought there was no one better to speak with in the final episode of 2020 than President James Hake from Scout Comics, uh, creator of Solar Flare, the mall, and other good things like Third Wave. How are you doing, James? I'm doing great, Wayne. Thanks for having me, man. So happy to be on this awesome podcast. Again, I love the episodes and everything that you've been doing. So appreciate it and happy to be here. Well, good. It's good to talk with you. Let's well, let's catch up on Solar Flare number one. You recently released the Sunspot edition uh, that had like the first two issues in it. Uh, is that to kind of get people caught up on Solar Flare? It's kind of a new format that we're doing here at Scout. Very, um, very similar to that of the Black Label that uh, DC did, which is the magazine format. I've always personally really liked it, and some of uh, you know the other uh, back office members of Scout have as well. And the direct market and the customers in general have been very, very keen on that format. So we decided to do that with some of our longstanding titles, like uh, Electric Black was the first one to do it. Uh, Solar Flare is the next. And I know we have a Stabity Bunny version that I believe it's being solicited this month or maybe it was last month. I'm not, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, it's just really getting people to catch up in this really cool new format where the art is bigger, you know, fits in a normal magazine bag and board and just as something cool that we're going, you know, that we've been testing out and it's been very successful so far. Now, I know you're real busy and I haven't seen a solar flare issue in a while. Any chance we're going to go back to that sometime? Oh, absolutely. That's definitely on the docket. And saying busy is such an understatement, as you know, because, you know, I'm very good friends with you yourself and, and Richard Rivera. And yeah, uh, Scout has just grown exponentially. Um, I, I feel like I'm a broken record when I say that, but it's really true. Just Last year, I would constantly say it, and we're just getting some year-end numbers, and a lot of our different revenue channels, we quadrupled what we did the previous year, and it's just unbelievable. So something had to give. I still do have my day job where I manage the financial service practice, and uh, I had a little bit of a shakeup there over the summer where the company I was uh, dealing with, they actually merged with another company, forcing me to, to go and essentially open... 12 years worth of accounts in two and a half months. Mm -hmm. So something had to give. And unfortunately, it was kind of my writing. Uh, I have been dabbling this past month a little bit where I haven't in, in quite a while. And the plan is to do Solar Flare again in season formats. I'd love to do a season a year, which is six issues a year. I like to get them all in the can, i.e. finished, before we do any solicitations. But uh, I'm kind of waiting closer to when... Um, you know, hopefully when the TV show, uh, more news on that comes out. So, uh, yeah, it's still there. I still have a lot of the outlines written. And, and believe me, I can't wait to get back. But the time just hasn't been right. I'm looking forward to it. As, as you well know, I, I ran into that book yeah. uh, gosh, a long time ago now. And uh, yeah. it's a great book. I, I As I wrote a preface for one of your, your trades. Both. You did both. Well, I have three now, but you did. I believe you did one in three. Yes, me. I did. And I, I wrote about the fact that I got the first issue and I, I went back to the booth where I was yeah. at con and I read that. Went back, got the second and I got the third. And I was hooked by that time. I, I just had to, to follow up on it. Uh, just, so awesome. And then the friendship that we formed, you know, myself and yourself and then Richard all stemmed from that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And then to see where we've come from back then, what was that, five years ago to now? It's just, it's amazing. It really is. It's been incredible, man. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride. Now, what about the mall? How's the mall doing these days? Oh, 
uh, we hope to have big news on the multimedia front uh, here shortly on that. Uh, the plan really, I just talked with Don the other day. Uh, we're going to uh, plan some kind of s- writing session to him and I in the first quarter of next year to do season two, or as we're going to call it, semester two of the mall. Uh, they're just wrapping up. When I say the, they, I mean Don and Rafael, our artist. He's doing Unicorn, and they're they're putting a bow on that, which should be done around then. And then, yeah, we're going to probably jump in. It won't be released most likely until 2022, but it's definitely on the on the radar screen. But my next series, quite honestly, is going to be that third wave. Yeah. 99. And uh, we just did a press release about it. And uh, for all those Scout fans who are listening, we're doing uh, something a little different. It's a viral marketing campaign. And uh, I don't really want to reveal everything. But essentially what we did and what we said is that we purchased an old 90s surf brand called Third Wave 99. And we were releasing, which we have, like T-shirts and paraphernalia from the original designs that the you know the company at that time got. And we're writing a history, not really a history, more of a uh, a documentary or a mockumentary of the history around that brand. And there's some some dark secrets behind it, which we can't wait to delve into. Myself and Lee Ferguson is uh, going to handle the art chores, and Lee is also the artist of Salmon is Talking Gun, which just hit the stands this month. And heck of a talent. It's written by him and his son, Drew. And uh, really looking forward to that will be released next year. I think issue one is going to hit around July. It's the plan right around, uh, knock on wood, San Diego. Yeah, that'll be great. I, I'm looking forward. You have an ash can already, don't you, for that? Yes, or? we do. It's just a little preview. Uh, we released it this year. I mean, I was hoping to have it done this year, but with, with everything that's gone on, it like I said earlier, it took a back seat. But uh, it's going to be a four-issue miniseries. Uh, that leads into another series. Um, but uh, I, I'm, gosh, Lee is almost done with issue one and I've written issue two and I have all outlined all the way up to issue four. So yeah, just really, I, I was telling Lee the other day, it, just give me 10 hours, straight hours to focus on that and I can wrap up the series. But it's finding those 10 hours. That's the, that's the, the trouble. Yeah, good luck on that. Now, it, it, you mentioned some of the stuff that I want to touch on. One of the things I think is important to, since this is the last one of 2020, is to look back. And you mentioned a little bit about it already, about how Scout has progressed. But one of the things that I thought was so interesting was how Scout handled the pandemic. You know, the, 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 so many places to stopped. I mean, the, uh, Marvel told people to put their pens down for a while stuff like that but during the pandemic is when scout kept going there were things happening that uh things were, were going on you guys made contact with like individual stores yeah and like that and so there was a lot going on while everybody else was stopped i thought and i think that scout has really benefited from that do you want to talk a little bit about that whole process yeah sure uh, i've always been a um you know my background is sales and marketing and i've always been an outside the box kind of guy and you know, when you're, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. That's say that all the time. And that's what exactly what we did when diamond shut down, essentially it was five months because that very first month that they were soliciting, we only did trade paperbacks because for, for certain reasons that I don't want to reveal, we just, we wanted to start back slowly is probably the best way of saying it. But yeah, we did some very unique things and they've turned out to be extremely successful for the company. Um, we created a direct to retail program where myself and my team down here in Florida handle direct uh, to retail orders where we send directly from HQ. 
Uh, our printer, who we have a very, very tight relationship with, is five miles down the road. Uh, we were still printing when most places were not. And we just took advantage of that. On top of that, something that I'm really excited about, and it's been a, from what I've been told, a runaway hit based on our, our, our numbers already, is our subscription box. We're doing a monthly subscription box. We're trying to make it fun. We really haven't done a strong marketing push for it, and we've already been very successful at it. So one of my goals for 2021 is to really push that subscription box. It's a win-win for so many different people. Of course, we want to support our local comic stores, you know, the, especially the ones that want to carry Scout and will bend over backwards however we can do it. But, uh, you know, we learned a lot this year from our distributor, Diamond. And yeah, we just... Uh, we pivoted and it turned out to be an extremely successful pivot, especially in a year when the previous year, our biggest revenue streams were conventions and diamond distribution. And the fact that we, you know, doubled our sales, our revenue from the previous year in a pandemic year. I mean, I'm very, very proud to say that. Like I, I, I I'm, that's why I'm so excited about next year. Cause I think we're going to get closer to normal and really 2022 has me super excited and not to mention I could go on for hours. As you know, Wayne, we've talked about this off channel multiple times. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest moves we did this year that is, you know, a lot of people in the comic world might not fully grasp, but I've learned just because I've been in it is Mosaic is the management deal that we signed with probably the biggest management company in LA, or at least one of the biggest. And the relationship that we have with them where, you know, a lot of people talk about optioning books, but yeah, we're still going to do that option our titles for TV and media. But one of the plans Mosaic has for Scout is to produce them together, to have us on set, to have us make the casting calls. And, you know, Jimmy Miller, who's the head partner uh, at Mosaic, he's Dennis Miller's brother. He was instrumental in building the careers of Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey back in the day, Judd Apatow. Um, are you familiar with College Humor, Wayne? Yes. Dot com? He helped make that into a powerhouse where it was, you know, I think the parallels between College Humor and Scout where it was just funny, like-minded individuals uh, got together and built a company and built, you know, something that they loved and College Humor was comedy. And uh, they really took them to that next level where it became a multi-million dollar company. And Mosaic is, uh, so far with the partnership, it's about, you know, four months old. It's just been absolutely wonderful and yeah, just can't wait for the future with them. Mm -hmm. And also, you guys signed. I've started developing like action figures and, and plushes. Yeah, that's right. We do. We um we started up a toy company called Tracker Toys or Tracker Collectibles. Uh, some big news coming soon with that. We've been working behind the scenes. We have our next toy slash plush that's coming out that uh, I can't wait to share with the world. And uh, you've been privy to that inside information, Wayne. And uh, on top of that, we're planning a huge Kickstarter and the tentative date right now, and please don't hold me to this, everyone out there, but uh, is March 31st. We have some really, really cool ideas, probably going to drop it in January. And then on top of that, um, next year, I have something, uh, a company that I'm starting, Scout's going to be a part owner and uh, a couple other uh, of my good friends. It's called Comic Tags, and I don't really want to get into it too much right now, but uh, long story of it, our, really the tagline of it is taking a digital comic and making it collectible. How do you do that? And I think we figured out how. So that's something that we're going to be launching in early March, and I think it has the chance to, to change the business, man. I really do. 
I think it's going to be positive for the business, not just for Scout, but for comic stores, for just comics in general. It's a, it's a new way to uh, collect digital comics. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And we're just finalizing some last-minute details, but uh, that's launching next year. Wow. Wow. So all this stuff kind of blends together. It does. Now, the thing that makes all this so exciting is the fact that the comics are so good. There are so many interesting books that, that Scout is making that I, I, uh, I always forget how to pronounce it. Canopus? Uh, Canopus. Canopus. Yes, Daniel, I messed that up. That book was a great science fiction book. Oh, it's wonderful. They're so all- talented. David or Dave Chisholm is yeah. just incredible. He's got a book out there out there. It's not Scout but it was just released. It's like the story of Charlie Parker, the very famous musician Mm -hmm. where it's with Z2 comics, which guys, I know this is a scout podcast, but if you haven't checked out Z2, it's a very cool publisher. And and keep in mind, everybody, like everybody here at scout, we're just comic book fans. You know, we just want to produce comics that I, you know, I myself and all of our partners and contributors here want to read and want to collect ourselves. I love giving props to other companies, but Z2 is basically they come out with graphic novels done by very talented individual teams, individuals and teams, and they tie music to it where there's like a downloadable code. So not only did Dave do all of the, I believe he did all, I know he did all the art. I'm not sure if he wrote all of it, but I'm pretty sure he did, but he composed the whole soundtrack to the book as well because he's a, he's a, has his doctorate in music. Guy's extremely talented individual, but uh, it, check it out. It's I call I think it's called Feeding the Bird, and it's uh, about Charlie Parker. His nickname was the Bird, Chasing the Bird, Chasing the Bird. That's what it is. But yeah, I, Canopus is great. We're doing a uh, full push with our distribution. It was Simon and Schuster releasing that graphic novel. I believe it's going to be in May. But we've had like huge hits this year, Wayne. We've had the Recount uh, that has just been on fire. We've had Murder Hobo which is something that's very unique. It's more of a Dungeons and Dragons Rick and Morty, but the audience loves it, especially that particular audience. We have Eats What Feeds It. That was a huge hit. Grit. Um, you know, we have our staples like Stabity Bunny had a couple new issues this year. So did White Ash, which is another phenomenal book. And then our slate of books that are coming out next year, man, is just, it's unbelievable. Not to mention our all ages line, Scoot, which is run by our, uh, associate publisher uh richard rivera who since he has taken the reins of that of you know really of that company of that little sub imprint i'm just so excited about that it's launching in january so as you i mean i could talk all day buddy (laughs) just about the positive and cool stuff that we have going on in scout despite you know things that are going on and we couldn't do it without our creators the creators that we have partnered with they're just they're amazing people, man. They really are. You can't, you never know, you know, when you meet someone individually, but we've lucked out for the most part with all of the creative teams, just, you know, like-minded individuals that are coming together to tell cool stories and to, you know, have the same mindset as if you succeed, you know, I succeed. And it's just been very, it's been a good year, man. It's been a great year, despite how awful it has been in the actual reality of, of the world. Well, you're right in the sense that, you know, the pandemic really just uh, it g- gave the comics industry a body blow is the way I describe it. 
And I worried that it was ever going to come back. But, you know, one of the things that heartened me was the way Scout was dealing with it, taking this as an opportunity and making things develop and coming out with really good books. I mean, you know, Scout has gotten attention this past year, like, you know, like you you sort of dream of, you know, you kind of hope it'll happen. But, man, we have gotten so many people are paying attention to the stuff that's coming out, looking at the stuff. I mean, there was a book called Headless that came out that I really enjoyed. Uh, Gosh, I could sit here and name them all day because there's been a – and there seems to be more and more books coming out. That's the thing that's really interesting. You know, normally people that kind of develop a certain number, and that's about it. But Scout is just coming out with more and more. There's the Black Caravan imprint. Uh, Phantom Starkiller, I think, is the one that's just yep. taken off there. All that stuff is just – there's so many great things that, that are going on with it. You know, Scoot and oh – gosh, you know, it, as I, I, I keep reading, you know, reviews and stuff, and people just going like, wow, Scout is the place to go for really creative and different storytelling. And I I, I just think, you know, that, that – and you are one of the driving forces behind that. I mean, there's a lot of people that's making it happen. But I'm so glad, as I often tell people, I said, if you don't want anything to happen, don't give it to James. <laughs> James will make something happen. He's not going to sit around and wait for something to happen. He's going to make things happen. And that's right, the truth. Man. Well, thank you. And I, I can't, it, it's not a one-man show, man. I think oh, that's no. another thing that we've learned this year. It's not a one-man show. And the team that, you know, that I helped put together has just been unbelievable. And I have to give props to that team. It, it just yourself, Richard, Charlie, David, Brendan, Tennessee, Don, you know, Seth, uh, Johnny, uh, the list goes on. I mean, there's there, what there's nearly 20 of us now that are behind the scenes at Scout that are putting forth effort to make this a better company and to put out cool, cool things. You know, Joe, Richard, Peter, I mean, the list goes on, man. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's really fun. It's kind of living the dream, man. It's like when we have a zoom meeting, there's so many pictures on the the screen, can't hold them all. They, we have to, everybody kind of rolls over from screen to screen because there's all these different people who are involved in, and and it's, it's like a, a a brainstorming session. Oftentimes great ideas get thrown around and I'm always kind of like, wow, that is just amazing. Joel, the head of design, like Andrea, our editorial director, like just nice individuals, like just good people. Yeah, it's like I love those Zoom meetings, man. As you know, when when we do those, we can go on for hours of just talking and brainstorming. But that's we have so many different ideas came came from that. We have a new um, version that we're going to come out. I don't want to reveal which book because I know I'm pretty sure they want to reveal it themselves. But we're doing a new um, we're calling it the legendary version which uh props to rich woodle with coming up coming up with that cool name but essentially it's going to be like the art books where they're 11 by 17 of uh very popular titles that are going to be like art editions like really um huge oversized books that really lets the art kind of shine and they're still going to be lettered and still going to be a comic but we're calling it the legendary editions so we'll be doing it for just for issue ones but it's just a cool idea that uh that's the thing is we really want to create an environment. And I think you can concur to this is that where we're listening to everybody, you know, we want ideas, we want stuff that comes from out of the box mm-hmm. and try to do some cool stuff together. And it's just been great. 
Speaking of which, mm-hmm. there's a you guys have started a new practice that I think, and we've talked a little bit about it on this podcast before, where there's a delay now. You put out a first issue, and instead of the next issue coming out the next month, some of the books are waiting a couple months so people can read the first issue yep. and then put the order in. Talk a little bit about that because that's that's something new, I think, to the industry. Yeah, it's, again, to sound like a broken record, lemons into lemonade. I think the direct market is a broken market, uh, just coming from outside of a business where comic stores have a really, really difficult job, and that's to order and to judge demand of something. And for an independent comic company like Scout, where it's really hard, other than like a little blurb and a cover, to know if this book is going to be hot or sell. So what happens is when usually when an issue one hits the stands, issue three, sometimes four is being solicited for pre-order from those stores. So two and three are typically ordered blind. So that's just the way the system, the direct market works. So we kind of came up with this idea. It's like, hey, listen, let's give the, the comic stores a fighting chance. You know, issue one comes out, they can gauge demand, right? And when issue one hits the shelves, that's when issue two is actually being solicited. So they can actually match those numbers. Yes, there is a gap. In a perfect world, there wouldn't be a gap, but we're turning lemons into lemonade. So then it comes out monthly. So because, I I mean, I've talked to many, many stores over the years now, and that's the thing where a lot of their customers like, listen, if issue one comes out and by the time you're ordering, it's like issue three of a five issue or a six issue series, a lot of those people, you know what they're going to do, especially if it becomes a hot back issue, they're going to wait for the trade. So, yeah, we're we're testing this across our line. Under the circumstances, this is the best bet. We just got some order numbers in, and it looks like the, we actually increased numbers. So it looks like it's working. That's a small sample size. We want to give it a year to test it. But I really think, you know, I, I, I would like to say, and I think Charlie and David can concur, our co-publishers, that it's been an overwhelming success. And the people that we have talked to about it, the majority of them think that it's a great idea. So we're really going to put both feet in. Uh, we have a big Comics Pro, which is a big industry meeting. Um, it's going to be virtual this year in February, which uh, we kind of asked a lot of the people last year. And we're just letting them know this is what we're doing uh, this year. And we kind of already let them know. But yeah, it's, again, turning lemons into lemonade, man. Mm-hmm. And there's another thing, too, that, I, that I've been involved with, too, I mean, since I've been helping with production of some of the books. There's a read before you order initiative too where people can get a hold of like a digital version of it and they can actually read the book before they place their even their initial order how's that been yeah fantastic and that's the brainchild of charlie stickney uh charlie since him and david have taken over as co-publishers i mean just some of the innovative ideas that they brought one of them is being that uh we develop mailchimp lists that we go direct we have an hq newsletter which i'd suggest if you guys aren't members of to go ahead, it's there's a sign-in right on our website on our front page. But we do sales. We do new releases every week where you can purchase it from us just in case you miss you know, it from your local comic store. But that, that brainchild is from Charlie, and it's been working wonderful. It really has. Well, it gives people a chance to look at it. I mean, exactly. how great it is to read the book before you have to order it. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So we've only got a few minutes left. So I thought what what we might do is talk a little bit about 
2021 and what kind of things you'd like to have happen? Are there goals that you're setting for the company that you'd like to see uh, something you're shooting for? Uh, I'd like to see our monthly subscribers go to a thousand per month. That's one of the goals like that I have. I think it's very possible. Um, I'd like to increase our output if possible. Uh, Again, without sacrificing quality, that's another personal goal that I have, whether it happens or not. I mean, who knows? Uh, And really just, continuously grow the brand of scout, you know, just as get us our, our minimums to go higher and really just finding new ways to help bring revenue, not only to the company, but to our creators. Mm-hmm. So that's generalized. That's kind of what I, I planned for 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, you told me one time you wanted to see a, like a scout book to win a, a big award. Yeah. Has I, that I, happened yet? Not yet. And I think my goal, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. I want at least a nomination. There was a few books like Stabity Bunny Emmett Story, um, White Ash, that I thought were going to be at least nominated last year, and they weren't. I'm really hoping with, like you said, Canopus, uh, we have a couple others like Yasmin. Those both are absolute award-winning books. So, you know, I just talked to Charlie and David yesterday about it. We're going to, I believe Eisner's submissions are in March. And I just want to go, I would really like to see some of our creators get that recognition that they absolutely deserve. And it's going to happen. I, I, I am fully confident it's going to happen. Whether it's this year or not, I don't know, but I would love to see it. At least a nomination. Well, I saw one person, had, there was a group that had nominated the companies of the year and Scout was in there. Yeah. Which I was happy to see. I saw that too, which is awesome. I'd love to win uh, publisher of the year. I know we won it with a independent site last year, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, it, do, you keep doing good things. Good things will come. That's the mantra. Well, you guys never seem to be happy with, with things exactly the way they are. You're always shooting for more. I mean, multimedia, uh, you know, the toy aspect of it, the, 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 the different imprints. Then, you know, Scout is just keeps growing and growing and growing. And there's just seems to be the, the more you guys try to, to, to accomplish the, the more new goals you seem to discover and more new things that you want to try and happen. I think that's a great sign for a company when there's all these great ideas and all these goals that uh, you guys just keep making, you meet them and then you make new ones to, to do. And I think that's a great sign for scout. And I, I see that, you know, when, when people get together, there's always this excitement going on. I mean, uh, Rick and I were at the office a couple of weeks ago and there was just mountains of books being yeah. <laughs> shipped out. And, you know, we were helping trying to get some of the stuff done. We were packing some of the stuff as well. And it was just like, you know, gosh, all this good stuff going on. I just, you know, I, I am so excited about Scout's future and what kinds of wonderful things. I, I often wonder, where are we going to be a year from now? And I just bet you that there's going to be stuff we, we never even imagined now yeah. will have happened. I, and great I mean, stuff think about it. Think about it, Wayne. Like, it was, what, four years ago mm-hmm. where we were doing very similar to when you got you and Richard came and helped us with our Black Friday orders and our direct-to-retail and our sub box all at once mm-hmm. where – Four years ago, it was you, Richard, and myself sitting at my dining room table filling tons of Stabity Bunny orders. Like, who would have thought? You know, and every year, I think you said it perfect, man. It's like 
every year I pinch myself and I look back where I was the previous year and the growth is just unbelievable. Not just me personally, but I'm talking about the company as well. And I'll leave you this. One thing that I've learned in my other career is that the most innovative companies are adaptable. If you look at some of the biggest companies today, like Apple, there was a time when Apple was a couple dollars a share because all they sold was personal computers. It wasn't until them being innovative and thinking outside the box with the iPod and the iTunes and then eventually the iPhone that they became the biggest company in the world. Or if I think they were, I I don't know if they still are, but they're pretty damn close to being it if they're not. And that's kind of how I look, how this year has been for, for Scout is that, you know, the, the world threw us a curveball and we learned how to hit it. I mean, that's the bottom line. We adapted. And those are the best companies. Doesn't matter which industry you adapt. And uh, I have a feeling we're going to be adapting and try to being on the, the front end of it, not the back end, you know? Well, it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. 2021, I think, is going to be a, a scout year. I hope so, man. But thank you again for having me and doing this. This is amazing. Just, you know, talking to our creators, letting our fans know some of these amazing creators and not only the stories that they're telling, but the stories about themselves and how they, it's just, it's very cool that you're doing this. And I think uh, it's a treat for everybody. So I just want to say, I appreciate it publicly. I know I've told you many times before, but uh, thank you for your help. And uh, yeah, it's been great, man. And I appreciate you having me on. (laughs) 